2: This is the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
0: And here we go. It is the Daily Tip of BetQL, presented by BetMGM. It's Tuesday. Great to have you along with us. I'm Michael Jenkins. Oh, and we have a special guest coming up as well. First... Let's tell you what we've got in the next three hours. We will start with, oh, such a disappointing finish in the Daytona 500. It was not great. We've got NFL news at 620, including the Bears giving us a hint about what they're going to do with Justin Fields at 640. We're going to let you settle in. We're going to talk about the streaming corner, what you should watch, maybe what you should stay away from during the 7 o'clock hour. No NBA games on the slate today, but we do have NBA news along with NBA futures since we are at the halfway point of the season. At 7.20, we will dig our heels in and make some picks and leans in college basketball, followed by... At 740, something I know a lot about. Old guys just trying to stay relevant, you know, walking along with their canes, trying to keep it going, just surviving and advancing. During the 8 o'clock hour, we'll talk some baseball with spring training underway at 820 back to college basketball. And then more of our favorite picks and leans as we give you our best bets at 840. And now, filling in for Chelsea messenger You know her. You love her. From the fit checks, from her picks, from her very interesting twitter feed i could go on and on it is lucy birch hey good morning good, lucy
1: good morning jinx i'm so happy to be here the daytona 500 disappointing finish that's what she said oh. i am very very excited to be here and to get into all of this
0: <laughs> that's the way it started to show. oh disappointing finishes. right such high expectations and such Such a disappointing finish yesterday. Before we get into that, I do want to give credit to KJ and Bill, who did a great job filling in yesterday. And not a great day betting wise, but KJ, I will say, you never see this. He said, I'll bet on Crystal Palace and Everton in EPL action to tie. Well, guess what? They tied. That's a plus 260 winner for KJ. Had stars at Bruins, laying a point and a half on the puck line with the Bruins. Bruins won 4-3, but a loss there. Bill had cracking at Red Wings under 6. The Wings win 4-3, so that was a loss in overtime. And then a couple of losses for the Donkster had Ducks, Sabres, under 6.5. No go. The Ducks win 4-3. And Southern Money Moneyline against Texas Southern, but Texas Southern wins by 12. So, for the week, the Dockster 0-2. But, Lucy, enough of that nonsense. Let's get into the Daytona 500 and admittedly a show a show a performance an event whatever you want to say something I watched about 30 seconds of like you William Byron is your winner and if you want to know why this was such a disappointment just listen to the call on Fox
2: one lap to go sponsored by Credit One Bank and away they go that is Cindric into Chastain and up into traffic did they complete that lap Get the leader, get the white flag. And this Fosh could be it. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. And the Daytona 500. The race winner will be the 24. we
1: we'll the 24 to start finish line.
2: Goes to victory lane, William Byron. From Charlotte, North Carolina, Rudy Fugel, his crew chief. You won? Uh, yes, we won. Unbelievable. 40 years to the day, Hendrick Motorsports goes 1-2 at the Daytona 500 oh my god no
0: oh, did we win was, they, did we win who won this no, was did he we won, did yes. he get the white flag yeah wait it wasn't it wasn't great lucy it wasn't great i
1: love i love how perfect it is that the final lap is sponsored everything in nascar <laughs> yes. is so sponsored edward out of the final lap sponsored by capital one here he goes did he win did he win Ah, uh, yes he won wow what a call I mean, this is a disappointing finish for many reasons, I guess. But Mm -hmm. my disappointment comes from the fact that I picked Kyle Larson to win this. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to take a shot and maybe I'm dumb for doing this. But his odds plus 1600 to win. That's where I got that. And I thought that's a little bit long odds. This guy had longer odds. So maybe I wasn't so dumb, but I guess I was because I—I this is the kind of thing too, Jenks. Like you said, you turn it on if you—if you watch from the beginning, you watch for like thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. If you're not that into it, I turned it on and watched for like 30 seconds. And then I I went to uh, streaming, which we will get to some things that I've been watching on uh, streaming services. And I did that for a bit. And I was like, you know what? I'll come back and check in at like lap 195 or something like that. Because once they get out of traffic and they keep you know going yeah. around and around. Yeah, these should actually also actually have to be in traffic and have to veer through, merge <laughs> through that. Like simulated actual driving. That would be a little bit more entertaining because you're just driving in a circle really we did have a crash yeah I did see that um but yeah a, a disappointing finish I think
0: well you're right and Byron comes home at more than 17 to one to win it Alex Bowman second Christopher Bell third Corey LaJoy and then Bubba Wallace round out the top five Bill put this in our notes our executive producer and I had no idea that Byron is a guy who taught himself how to race using computer equipment at home and I guess I, I guess now I can see. Isn't there a there is a movie about this? There's a movie about this that I saw where is it? Drive? Guys, no. Maybe that's it. I don't know. No, I it's saw not that in drive. theaters.
1: No, is it the one? It's the one where the guys just driving around. I saw it in theaters. It was like a couple years ago. It came out. It was super boring. I didn't like it. A lot of people loved it. Probably won an Oscar. Um, but I could see that because of the nature of video games now you could teach yourself how to fly a plane you could teach yourself how to race and i remember Mm -hmm. growing up playing the only video games i played really were like atv and car racing and i remember feeling like it once you get the hang of this i could do this in real life for sure so that's probably what happened to him as well
0: yeah oh it's gran turismo that's what it is and so there's this thought hey let's take these guys who are exceptional at this video game and then let's take those skills and hone them by training them physically and you know what i think there was a story lucy maybe you remember this where where there was a guy who ended up flying a plane and he didn't know anything about flying a plane i don't remember if it was the pilot passed out or what was going on but he had done enough simulation flying where he was able to at least land the plane so it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility and grant turismo is a real story so This does happen
1: from time to time. That's true. And I they say that every man, it's like a TikTok thing where they're like, every man believes that he can genuinely <laughs> believe sure. he can land a plane at an emergency. And maybe if you that's how pilots learn is simulations. Yeah. So if you're doing simulations, I mean a certain number of hours of simulations and actual live flying, of course. But in an emergency, you can do like a nice little bumpy landing, maybe. I mean, it would get yeah. land the plane, but it might not be the smoothest landing, but you know, you could probably still do do it if you have a certain amount of simulation experience probably the same with driving because that is on land but it is at a high speed so maybe you're not you don't have mm. the high speed experience in the simulation but pretty much that would be it because you can still simulate pit stops you can simulate breaking yeah. up your time and and um there's there's more to uh, to racing than just going fast like which car can go faster so i think simulation oh, oh, yeah. is a good way to learn
0: you make a good point about the evolution of video games, too, because things were so basic when I was playing video games growing up. It was just like, what was it, pole position? And it was just like, meh, and all you did was just like, left, right, left, right, yep, left. And that's, little, that's like, it. There's not, yeah. Yeah, and that's it. There's nothing to it. Quality of the
1: graphics. Just- the graphic oh, quality is yes. just astounding now. And you look back at old video games and it's like, how did we ever think this was good? This was clear. It's like TV <laughs> quality. How is yeah. this, these graphics like the evolution of the Sims playing with Sims 1 to Sims yeah, no, 4 yeah. is like the biggest jump in the world. So I think that maybe the graphics also and in the way that you can, there's resistance in the steering wheel, things like that, uh-huh. that, that have been upgraded that really come close to actually driving a car.
0: Are you, I don't, I don't see you as a gamer, but do you not still really, play no. from time? Yeah, I'm not. Either. Never, like, I never
1: people- jinx. Like it, yeah. it just occurred to me that people still play okay. video games. Like this is a huge thing oh, and that people yeah. make millions of dollars streaming video game playing. And I, I, that's not my world. Like I am baffled by how far out of that world I am because the only video games growing up, I played were MLB, the show and this oh, nice. ATV racing game that came with the Nintendo, I, I think. And so, or the PlayStation. <laughs> so we had a Wii and a PlayStation, but what I played the most was Sims on the computer. But it, was, it wasn't oh, yeah. a, a computer game but sims was um i still think in sims sometime like when i see houses on the street and i see well you could put this roof on here and you could do the cheat code to get that extra sconcing yeah. on there and so i still think of it as that sometimes i was so ensconced in sims but yeah video oh, games are word, by every <laughs> word of the day um no video day, games yeah. are word of the day is ensconced everybody um the <laughs> video video games are a world that I am so far out of but is is very uh more popular than I thought
0: I I well not to get too deep but you know there are a lot of theories out there that we're living in a simulation in a simulation and so I had I have a buddy of mine and we talk about this from time to time just randomly and so so he was walking to i guess see me just to have a drink while we're just gonna hang out this is a few years ago now and so he sits down he goes mike i got something to tell you i was like okay he goes so i'm walking here i'm walking here right and i see kids on a playground kicking around a basketball like it's a soccer ball i was like okay he goes tell me when is the last time you've ever seen kids?" kicking around a basketball like it was a soccer ball. I was like, I don't think I've ever seen that. He goes, glitch in the simulation. And I was like, maybe. Maybe. You're right. You never know. You never That's know. That's
1: a great point. That's a great point yeah. because you see people have now on, on TikTok, again, of where I live now, um, glitches in the simulation. People tend to catch them where a woman is getting out of mm-hmm. her car, closing the door, and opening the door and closing the door. Glitch in the simulation because your friend has a point. When was the last time you see you saw anybody kicking a this. basketball i don't know it's definitely not that that was the only ball they had that was a glitch in the simulation
0: I, exactly why ruin a perfectly yep. good basketball i agree I, every why now and would then would you, you see it you? you're like wait a second yeah
1: yeah something's well, up we something's s- up here
0: uh, Did we see any glitches yesterday in college basketball maybe not when it comes to the houston cougars the number two cougars who take care of iowa state seventy three sixty five 65 in h town iowa state getting eight and a half so they cover by the hook houston minus 430 on the money line at bed Jr. your total set at 132 on a hook the over hits jamal sheen 26 points hands out six assists grabs four rebounds emmanuel sharp 20 points and four rebounds and the cougars build on their 20-game winning streak at home. That is the largest in the country. And this was huge, not just for that reason, but now they hold a one-game lead over Iowa State with five games remaining in the regular season for both teams in the Big 12. Cougars never trailed in this game. They're a wagon at home, Lucy.
1: They are insane. This is so college basketball, we are coming up on March Madness, which is crazy mm-hmm. to me. I do see UConn as uh was repeating, as we will get to, but that is an absolutely staggering streak.
0: Yeah, they're unbelievable. And and I was hot on Houston, I will say, and I this is I always say this on the show. I am just now like delving in, exploring, learning about – my brain can only handle so much. But I was talking to someone – I think it was mid-major Matt who was on this show, and he was saying, look, Houston, there's a reason why they're number two in the country. They play great defense. They hold on to the basketball. Only committed nine turnovers yesterday. So they're very good in that aspect. But every now and then their offense goes super cold. He goes, so be aware. And I was like, oh, well, there goes my – theory on Houston but they are they will definitely be a formidable team regardless of how how good or if you think they're overrated no matter how good you think the Cougars are they are good enough to make a run
1: definitely and they're up there in the odds too you got UConn Purdue Houston and so they are not being overlooked by odds makers either so I think that that they are not a team to count out
0: another team or another game we should talk about before we go to break here Virginia Tech absolutely Donkey stomping Virginia yesterday. 75-41. Oh, my God. Virginia Tech was laying 3.5. They were minus 175 in Blacksburg. Total set at 128 in the hook. The under hits. Lance Kidd, 14. Tyler Nickel 13 off the bench for the Hokies. And this was a historic loss for a few reasons. Second largest margin of victory ever for the Hokies against the Wahoos since they won 105 70 back in 1961 it is the worst conference oh loss ever for virginia head coach tony bennett and one thing we know about virginia incredible defense but they play at a super 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 slow pace there was a 14 minute stretch in this game spanning both halves where they scored a single basket won.
1: Oh my god that
0: is terrible
1: Awful. Oh, my goodness. Talk, I mean, we were saying NASCAR is one where you check back in a little bit, but this game yeah. is so slow. Why? Oh, my. Imagine sitting down and watching this and you're, wait, wait. When was the last time? The last time a basket was scored was 1961. This is insane. Yeah. It must have felt like, when, when you start going back to, like, decades ago, That's where it gets embarrassing. Like, oh, this hasn't happened since 1950 and so-and-so lost to so-and-so. That's crazy. So this is, I mean, this is a statement win, perhaps, for Virginia Tech here. Because my God.
0: Yeah, Virginia Tech has been surprisingly good against Virginia. They've won four straight in Blacksburg against the Wahoos. That's their longest streak since 2010. And again, they were favored here. But you're right. When you talk about streaks that go back to... 1960 what it's the and it's not just the worst loss in conference player for Tony Bennett it's the worst loss by 10 points like not even close this was just one of those games where they say the coaches just say like we just gotta burn the tape we just burn the tape we're not gonna worry about it we're just gonna move on <laughs> coming up next here on the show the Chicago Bears are giving us clues as to what they might do with the top pick in the NFL drafts so we're talking football news Lucy's here it is the Daily Make QL presented by Ben MGM great to have you with us on a Tuesday come on back The Daily Tip will be right back on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. (laughs) Welcome back to the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. To the daily tip. It is presented by BetQL and our good friends from BetMGM, Lucy Virgin today. Coming up in a little bit, we will talk some NFL. Before that, Double D, you better turn on the old camera here, buddy, because don't think I didn't notice the color of uh, <laughs> that beard. So just as a little background, Double D, you know him. He's our big burly boy. We love him. He's our guy. He's our guy. I always want to crawl in his lap, and he says, "No, that's too much, Jinx." And I say, "Well, maybe another time." So i have se- <laughs> I have seen I have seen your beard. What lavender, purple, and now is this a is this is this magenta? What am I looking at here, Double D? I need the story behind this.
2: It, it's a little bit of hot pink going on. Um, oh. so my Barbie dad, Winter, my dad was. Van- <laughs> My dad was very much into uh, the American Cancer Society, and I guess one of his friends from the American Cancer Society saw me with my purple beard and reached out to me and asked me if I would do pink for uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month, so I decided to go a little pink with it. Uh, I'm not just doing Breast Cancer Awareness Month. I'm going to just kind of put it out there, you know, Cancer Awareness Month and uh, say cancer sucks. So yes, it does. Um, sure does. Having my dad go through uh, cancer for four years and then finally passing was was probably one of the more difficult things in my life. But on the other side, you know, anything that I can do that my dad was a part of, religiously a part of, and had very much a lot of passion for, I'm all about. And if it makes me look a little weird, I don't really care. Hair grows out except on the top of my head. So I went pink and, you know, kept the patch. It got a little longer, though. We went a little longer underneath with the patch of my regular hair, but I'm absolutely stoked about it. I love that I'm doing this for a good cause, and, you know, if you've got a chance, go out and find your local American Cancer Society and donate.
1: That is such a wonderful thing. That's that is beautiful. Every once in a while, you uh, you know, every
2: once in a while, I'm that lovable teddy bear that Jenks talks about.
0: You always are, buddy. Well, I did not know that was the reason behind it. I thought there's going to be some reason or I thought it might be your daughter who oftentimes likes to color your beard. So I thought it might be one of the two. But that's an amazing, an amazing thing to talk about and certainly something to support. I think we can all get behind that. So good on you, Double D. And you know what? Your dad would be very proud of you for honoring him in that way.
1: Thanks, guys. Absolutely, love that. Love so that. for me
0: that's that's wonderful but from as a, a, a pure style perspective if you just just if you just decided hey I want to do something that just stylistically I want to look different I I'm I'm tired of the same old look have you ever done anything Lucy let me pose this question to you because you are extremely put together you always look put together was there ever a time when you're like you know what I'm kind of going to go off the grid here and maybe you have not and where you said, I'm going to cut my hair. I'm going to color, I'm going to do something that people don't expect.
1: There was one time in high school when I went like blonde blonde because it was I wanted highlights blonde highlights, but they went too much with it. So I was like blonde blonde and the reaction was very mixed. People literally would say to me, "I liked it better before," so that was oh. startling. Because usually, people, no matter what, say, "Oh, it looks nice," uh, but no, they would say, "No, it, it liked it better before." I've thought about it more so than done it. I have thought about like tattoos, like a like I actually have thought about like pink streaks in my hair, oh, thought yeah? about it, but never actually went through with things. And maybe I should start doing that. Maybe this should be the year of doing different things, shocking people.
0: Oh yeah what neck i tattoo. I, I, oh yes <laughs> and I'd, li- I'd like the full neck to neck tattoo not the one that's like hey i've got i'm talking about the one that, goes no. all, that covers the entire neck all the way like a, a sleeve like, yes yeah, a but sleeve on, your on your neck yes my so turtle neck face, tattoo
1: yeah a story your,
0: yeah it's like oh my <laughs> god like I mean, a triptych
1: but on your neck yeah it's that's like what i she's,
0: want she's She's pretty but man she's been through it like did she do yeah. some time? like what is going on there? like it's that's what, what she- it
1: is yeah what it is with tattoos is it's always like that person has been through something no matter what yeah. even if it's something in their life but literally the physical act of getting a tattoo is going through something so you think that person is responsible because that person made an appointment that person showed up for that appointment and then withstood that pain and that's why that it's actually ironic that 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 now or was like a, a thing where it's like oh if you get a tattoo you're never gonna get a job you're gonna be uh unemployable oh yeah actually actually it is the the uh uh, evidence of good qualities because you show up at a time that you schedule your appointment oh. or you can make a decision a decision on what to a very permanent decision in a lot of cases right you can remove them of course but i think that there are a lot of good qualities in someone who gets a tattoo because it, it just it shows that you stand for something also can withstand pain There's a lot of things <laughs> that go into a tattoo that a person that's true <laughs> I've gone I, down rabbit holes on what, no, what I've tattoo thought to about get.
0: where. No, I have thought about getting a tattoo and I think I know what I might get, but then I'm like, Michael, do you need a tattoo at 50? Like are you, you past the, the threshold where it's like I maybe you should have done this? I guess you're never too old, honestly. No. <laughs> Matt, 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 of course, is saying, Yes, you do.
1: Uh, <laughs> Matt so should get Yukon if- Moneyline tattoo because I like that he's taking that tonight um, but I, the thing is that every time I think about getting a tattoo I think well mm-hmm. what would I get I have now gotten over that hump I know what I would okay. get I would get little diamonds for Lucy in the Sky with diamonds oh that's I like I would that get. Because then when I die, I will be no matter what. I'll be in the sky with diamonds. So that's like very nice <laughs> reason to get the tattoo. But I'm like, that's a lot of it. The hurdle is what to get. And now I've overcome yeah. that hurdle. I just need to physically figure out where I'm thinking arm somewhere, maybe in the future. It's I go back yeah. and forth. But at least that's the idea. <laughs>
0: I, you know, I, I would get, I think I would get like St. Michael, the Archangel, which is kind of like, obviously my name. And, you know, if you look right. like, behind this story, I'm like, it's sort of a, a good, like moral story and something that's a little spiritualistic, but not heavy handed. And then the tattoos themselves are beautiful. If you get the right ones, they're amazing. But then right. I don't know where I get it. I'm like, I don't know what I do here
1: when yeah, I, when I get the tattoo.
0: Thing. Yeah. I'm like, what am I, look at my body now. Is this, is this a, you know, I don't know. It's, <laughs> you should never- I have gotten
1: Never to anyone can get it. You're never too old to get a tattoo. There's anyone can do it. So I think that's the thing, too, is like where to get it. Do I want it covered up in a place where I could cover it up? But do I want to do that? So, because what's the point then? So it's, it's all, it's, there's a lot that goes into it, which is why people who have them, um, I I commend them because it, 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 there's a lot that goes into it.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of my next door neighbor here in DC, and this is right after COVID. I mean, I hadn't seen him in forever, obviously, because we're all sort of indoors and you couldn't go anywhere. And so I was just walking out of my condo, and I turn to my right, and he's standing there just on his steps, and I notice all of a sudden he's got a sleeve on his left arm, and he was like, "Hey," I was like, "Out of nowhere." And I think he's a little bit older than me or similar ages. And, and we've been neighbors forever. And I was like, hey, even he's like, oh, pretty good, whatever. Just trying to make it through. And I was like, well, I like the sleeve. He was like, yeah, I just looked in the mirror one day and I said, screw it. I am like (laughs) all right
1: this massive decision yeah that's the best I mean it's either like you do that or it's you it's like at the extremes like either you don't want to Mm -hmm. sleeve or either one day you decide I want to go full sleeve maybe both Uh, sleeves maybe and back uh, too and back. I and screw it. Make this life-altering decision that would be extremely difficult to reverse. Just doesn't, screw
0: it. doesn't Ben Affleck, I mean you would know this, he has his a back that his back, right? Like it's yes. it's not great, right?
1: not great and it's tough because it was the picture of him standing on the beach looking real real sad and he has this horrible back tattoo to boot and it's just like dude you gotta get in the right headspace here and figure it out because there are a lot of things going on here that need to be turned around the tattoo for one the, the, probably the life also, he's in a towel on the beach looking like I'm just done with it all. And then, uh, yeah, his, his back tattoo did not help at all. Might be some, some regerts there. I think.
0: Some regerts. Good call. By the regerts. Way. No regurts. No, no regerts. regerts.
1: That would be a good tattoo. And again, it ironically.
0: Would. Well, that's what the bears should get. Bears staff should get no regurts because it looks like. It looks like they're gonna go with Caleb Williams, number one overall out of USC because according to Sports Illustrated, which I didn't realize Sports Illustrated is sports anymore. I thought they just yeah, generated they AI damped. profiles. Yeah. Hmm. Still doing some work, I see. Maybe. Suspicious. hmm mm-hmm. I guess maybe they got one guy taking some calls. One AI left. One AI left. Putting in something into chat GP team. Like, you know, it's probably the, the bears are probably feeling
1: Caleb Caleb.
0: On, yeah. Justin, on, on Justin, on Justin Fields. So, is this the right call or not? If, if you're fielding calls, and and good job by Bill Rowland, our producer by putting fielding calls on Justin. If you're taking yeah, calls on that. Justin Fields, yeah, right. And you're and you're saying, okay, what are you willing to give us for a guy who, to his credit, has has gotten better during his time in Chicago? It's clear mm-hmm. that if that's the case, they're very much leaning towards taking Caleb Williams with that top pick. Is this the right call? You can go back and forth and make a case either way I feel like.
1: Yeah, I see what you did there, Bill. Fielding calls. I uh, <laughs> I think that this <laughs> I think that this makes sense because if they with the first pick are planning to take a quarterback, which would be the smart move because I feel like mm-hmm. quarterbacks are going to be gone very quickly in this draft getting a sense of what Justin Fields value is i think makes sense and is just a smart prudent move in a business sense as well because then you can figure out what to do with him do we actually keep him or could he be a valuable quarterback to another team and then they get something for me perhaps the ravens or something i don't know but they or or something like i don't know if the ravens would need a quarterback but the um a, another uh, a team perhaps that would be a contender uh for Justin Fields but i i feel like they may in the end not do anything but i feel like getting a sense of his value is just it just makes sense and is not super shocking just because of what they are likely planning to do with the draft
0: yeah i think that's a good point you just sort of say let's understand the market for justin fields and understand all of the different avenues here all of the different aspects at play before we make this pick and so i think that's probably just smart business now I have to ask you about the business of Bill Belichick, who apparently spent some time with Jimmy Johnson in Florida over the past few days. And according to Jimmy, because the the big narrative surrounding Bill Belichick is the reason why he hasn't gotten hired is because he wants too much power. He wants too much responsibility. And so Jimmy, after spending a few days with the former Patriots head coach, called a local radio station in Miami and said, quote, Bill and his girlfriend just left the house four days ago. And he said, I don't have to be in charge of everything. That's what happened in New England. He kind of fell into that deal. He's more than willing to give up the decision-making to the general manager and the personnel people. So my question to you is, as a Patriots person, do you believe that Bill Bill Belichick is willing to give up the power that he had in New England just to be a head coach somewhere?
1: Yeah, Jenks, you know how much of this I read of that quote? I, went, I read Bill and his girlfriend and I stopped and went on a whole different branch oh. rabbit hole of, okay, what's going on here? Bill and his girlfriend left. So, so Bill's got a lot going on in his personal life. I think what is happening here, is Bill is putting out as many feelers as possible, and he said, hey, Jimmy Johnson, get it out there that I don't want as much control because that's the only way I'm going to get a head coaching job and return to perhaps the Cowboys as Mm -hmm. a head coach. Jigs, we talked to Brian Brodus, reporter out of Dallas, last summer here, and he said Belichick could coach the Cowboys and perhaps that will end up happening next season maybe but i think that this season he knows that this this season he will not Mm -hmm. be a head coach in the nfl so he is putting out these these like hey can you just like put out a good word for call the local radio station and tell them (laughs) that get the word out that i don't well we are back up we don't want to be have so much control bill belichick does not want as much control because that's been the narrative that's why he didn't get the falcons job Mm -hmm. that's why he hasn't gotten any jobs because he wants gm responsibilities as well or just control and i feel like ego will be a problem wherever he goes because he wants Mm -hmm. that control but now he wants the narrative out there that that's not the, the actual deal is that he would settle for not as much control and then maybe in his mind little by little just obtain more and more control as he goes and be like yeah yeah i don't really you know i just i just want to get these these final wins break the record and go off into the sunset but then little by little he just uh, attains mm-hmm. more power and maybe that's his plan all along yeah he and his girlfriend who left left his house um that he, 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 he couldn't say like oh yeah bill was here no bill ended. no he's bill also said yeah mention the girlfriend in there too uh, while you're at it is what he really uh, wanted him to say. But uh, yeah, my girlfriend and I will be moving to Dallas and we will, as I coach the Cowboys, <laughs> And I don't want any control. I just want the wins. Um, yeah. So I think that's what this was, is this is like a plant. He was like, yeah, Jimmy, if you, if you can, if the opportunity arises, just put in a good word for me and make sure that I- this narrative is squashed.
0: Yeah, and I think you're right about the girlfriend. It's like, hey, let's make it casual. Don't make it like we yeah. were talking a bunch of good. football down here. I came down with the girl. We were having some I want Linda
1: like- Holiday to read this, my ex-girlfriend. Villain's <laughs> <laughs> <and> girlfriend.
0: <laughs> oh, I forgot about Linda Holiday. That's a good book. Right? I know, right? Oh, no. Well. <laughs> Coming up next year on the show, you got to settle in and relax because we're going to tell you what you should be watching and maybe what you should stay away from. It is our streaming corner. She's Lucy. I'm Jinx. It is The Daily Tip from BetMGM, presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Stay right back.
2: The Daily Tip will be right
0: back on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to the Daily Tip on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
0: Welcome back to the show on a Tuesday. It is a Daily Tip with BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Great to have Lucy Verge along. Go out in just a couple minutes. Should we stream it or skip it? I cannot wait to get into this with you, Lucy. I did want to mention this last segment, and I didn't have time to get into it, but Des Bryant, former Cowboys receiver, absolutely cashed on a college basketball parlay. I can't believe this. He bet $767 on a 13-leg parlay and won $416,000 at odds of more than $500. 42 to one. And then my favorite part of this whole story is him posting the video at the casino of them just like counting all the cash, just like stacks of money that he was getting paid. Once again, yeah. the rich get richer. I would never, ever <laughs> win a parlay like this.
1: Yeah, why couldn't this? It's like the people who win the lottery who are like, oh, well, I had to pay off my mortgage. So this money will go to the no, this is just could this is insane for him to win this much money. It's like, yeah, I'll just like throw this in the pile of money I already have. He is like Huel in Breaking Bad. He's like the gif of him just lying <laughs> down on his money. He's got stacks of money. This is insane. For a 13 leg mm-hmm. parlay, what I mean, how many times in history has this happened? Probably very few times for a double digit leg parlay like this oh. to win. The, everything has to go right, of course, for parlays like this to win. This is insane. So, I mean, good for him, but to put like that much money on and then to give this return, I mean, you know, look at the teams of Pepperdine and uh, Wyoming and all the teams that had to, and the Nevada to that, everything right. had to go right. And, uh, and it did for him. So good for him. The, these total odds 50, plus fifty four thousand two hundred fifteen is insane. This is insane. So you know, good, good for him. It's a staggering number of dollars. Well, and secure. also,
0: if if you're betting on, he must legitimately follow college basketball. Because if you're like, hey, I like yeah. Duke on the money line. I like UConn on the money line. You stand. Right. Right. So you're just throwing out all the it's like, I mean, listen, sometimes that hits. So I I'm not going to hate just because you're picking a bunch of favorites. If it hits, it hits. But when you're picking Pepperdine over Portland, then clearly you're you're following college basketball. And then he also had another parlay. Yeah, you're doing some research. He had another parlay that would have hit for a million dollars, except Washington lost to Cal. So this is a guy who was clearly into college hoops.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is outstanding. Amazing. You need a little bit of little bit of uh of uh, plus money here, Wyoming plus 105, Nevada plus 105. A little bit risky yeah. here. I mean, you get your minus 275s, but I mean, I'm not going to knock him for winning this much money. That's insane. Oh. So, good for him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> And now he can afford any streaming service, all of the streaming services forever mm-hmm. because of this cash, which brings us to our streaming corner. So Lucy, it doesn't matter if it's Peacock, Hulu, Netflix, Paramount plus. What am I missing? Did I say Netflix? I don't know. My question Paramount to you is what plus the, oh, and yes.
1: Peacock combined.
0: Oh, do they combine now?
1: What, what oh, would that combine at- to? Mount Peacock, mount, perhaps.
0: Mount, mount <laughs> oh yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Right there, right there yep. on the edge. Apple TV, Amazon Prime—you go on and on and on with these services. So, my question is: regardless of what you've been streaming, what is something that you watched recently that you were into, or something that you hated?
1: Okay, Jenks, what haven't I been watching recently? I will begin <laughs> with okay. Apple. Apple TV Plus' newest edition, Dynasty the Story of the Patriots this is an extraordinary series so far the first two episodes are the only ones that have been released but it goes through starting with uh robert Kraft basically by the patriots It starts with that and then it goes through the mo lewis hit on drew bledsoe and belichick's decision to replace him with brady and not when drew bledsoe was um then cleared to play again not bringing him back to play and giving brady the starting job in the start of the dynasty i would say though if you are Are not a fan of the Patriots or just a a, a Patriots hater, of which there are many, Mm -hmm. you're probably not going to like this so much. Um, but i would say it as a if you're a football junkie if you are a football fan fan of the history of the game this will be something that will you will enjoy but if you are a patriots fan you will have chills for much of this oh. documentary because it, it's put together very well it's the kind of thing where if you watch it even as the story of it or if you think of it as like though maybe this didn't really happen it's just the drama of a of a story of a football team it's outstanding. It's almost to the point where I thought about if this was a movie that was not based on true events, I would think this is way too cheesy. This all worked out too perfectly. This is dumb because it was so everything just fell into place so perfectly. So I recommend that Apple TV plus dynasty, the the Patriots documentary, but also I have been hearing so much about love is blind that i dove into oh. season six i believe is the newest one yesterday i know a little and bit they about get this. you oh jakes they get you they get you because yesterday i started watching it during the Daytona 500 i was like yep i'll check uh. back so love is blind okay. and i started watching it and right at the point where i was about to bail on it completely because it was a little bit boring they mm. they know what they're doing shout out to producers Bill and, and other producers, because they know what they are doing and they get you with a love triangle twist. And I was like, I got to figure out what this what happens, because you got one guy in there telling two girls the same thing. And the girls are talking in the girls quarters, which they call them the guys quarters and the girls quarters. And basically the show is that you're talking to a person. It's like a, it's a blind date, essentially, because you're talking, you know, their name and everything, but you can't see them. So you're in right. two different rooms, of the wall, and you're just talking. And then you they go, it's kind of like The Bachelor, where they go to their separate places and then they can talk amongst themselves. And you find out one guy is telling two girls the same thing. <laughs> and like, oh, I I I want to ask your parents for your hand in marriage. Like, let's just run away right now <laughs> to two different girls. And then but the stuff that these people say, the I almost bailed because like your brain is melting. Where the one woman's like, um, well, if you had a disclaimer on you what would it be and the guy was like doesn't do laundry and the way that i was like oh my god these people are not uh. funny and it's just so cheesy and one guy's like i want a dozen kids and i'm like what are you what are you gonna do with a dozen what do we do he said he wants a bushel of kids a dozen of them and i was like god what are you what and then this other is just this other guy has like a panic attack because he's like i'm not ready for love yet and then he ends up telling he's walking out of rooms and then he's telling two different girls the same thing so now i'm into it basically long story short i'm into it netflix love is blind season six
0: I I heard I heard that, and I have not watched Love is Flying, but I hear one, <laughs> that one of the things that has happened is that there's a woman on there who told oh, yes. the guy in the other room that she has been told a few times that she looks like Megan Fox. Yes. And that this guy was yes. like, oh, wow, you look Hold like Megan face. Fox. And that she does not look like well, Megan Fox. She, she, I can. She looks like Megan Fox's second cousin, having looked at this. So I can understand there may be some traits there, but when you say I look like a smoke show, then you got to be close to the smoke show. you can't just kind of be in the yes. outer orbit. You can't be like, hey, I'm really close to the sun, but I'm Pluto. You know, you like you actually need to be close to the sun, and uh, so am I way off here? I have not watched a whole lot of Love is One, but I did see this a lot.
1: Yes, so I heard about this before I started watching it, and so I was watching for that scene. The scene started to happen, and I sat down. I was about to get, I was like, I, I was like, I know what's about to happen. She's about to say it, and so she did, and his face changed dramatically. He was like, Oh my you Megan Fox and he was like, yeah. let's get married, but she, so here's the thing. I can see it. I see what she means and why people would yes. say that because to her to her credit, she downplayed it. She was like, I don't believe them when they say this. it's basically because I have blue eyes and dark hair and and I can so Megan Fox, like early early her career, yes, I could see that. she does look mm-hmm. she has the eyes and the 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 profile. Mm-hmm. Of Megan Fox but I almost thought she was closer to I think it's Leighton Meester the actress who okay. was like gossip girlish era I think and I saw that in her more than Megan Fox she's very pretty but I could see I can see what she means when she says people say yes. Megan Fox because you could see the eyes I could see it but it wouldn't be my first thought like she she's not talking about like plastic surgery version, Megan Fox. She's talking about like Megan Fox, like maybe as a teenager and the way her face was shaped then. Um, But this guy lost his mind when she said that he was, he he was, I mean, I've never seen anyone as excited in my life as this guy. Ah. When this woman said, I look like Megan Fox. So I, uh, I think that that was, do this, I don't know. I, I can see it. I would not yes. uh, hate on this girl for saying that because it does make sense. It's not like she looks nothing like Megan Fox. Correct. Uh, but when you do say that and the other person can't see you, it does paint a different picture than maybe what she uh,
2: looks yeah, that, that does show, occur.
0: So let me ask you this. What was his, because I did not see the guy's reaction, but what was his yeah. reaction when they had the reveal and he saw her for the
1: first time? so i have not gotten to the reveal yet jenks i am oh. I'm savoring it i'm saving it because I'm i, I want to think it. about plot lines <laughs> and because now i'm yeah. into it i was like oh this is so dumb and then i started watching it and i was like no wait but he can't this guy is a joke how is he telling two different girls this this other guy he's caught in a love triangle because he hears that this guy is telling two different girls things and he's like you're gonna regret it if you go with that guy and i was like oh my god i need to see who ends up with who so i am savoring this um but also there are a lot of love shows out. Love on the Spectrum. I started watching a little oh, bit of that, and I yes. must say, delightful show, delightful, because they have very direct conversations about what they want, yes. about love, about. And I'm like, this is great, this is awesome. These people are so like. One of them, he said, "You make me feel so special, like a Power Ranger," and I was like, "That's it." And the other, the 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 woman said, "You make me feel special, like a princess," but that's all you need. That's all you yeah. need is to feel... Sp- this show is delightful. It's a really... It's a mood booster.
0: I will say that. I have seen a couple of episodes of that, and it's handled in, like, a very sweet way. And also, when they're direct, it's direct in a pure... It comes from a pure place, if that makes... It might seem a little off a little bit, but it's always coming from the right place. So I'm with you there. Do a little mood booster. That's something to look at as well. Coming up next year on the show, the X continues to drop in the NBA and... Before the second half of the season gets going we've got some futures odds as well she's Lucy verge or michael jenkins it is the daily tip for make you out presented by betmgm hour two coming way next
1: for more listen to the daily tip presented by betmgm weekday mornings from six to nine eastern on the betql network the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts